0: Now, yeah. good morning. Good morning. Uh, my first announcement is uh, for the trustees. You think maybe, we, how many trustees is in the building? We got about four, don't we? Could y'all maybe make sure we get our clock fixed by next Sunday? This clock's probably the most important clock uh, to me in the whole church because uh, we have a hard stop at 10 o'clock because of Sunday school. But I have my phone up here today, so it says it's 901. Remind you, if you have a prayer request, if you raise your hand, and uh, who's doing it? Chris, you doing it? Chris will hand you a card, prayer cards. Today is library day after children's time. Just uh, follow uh, Miss Beth and whoever else is. we're going to be with her at the back. Uh, any confirmands or confirmand families in here today, remember today begins the actual confirmation class at 430 and we will start in a social hall. And Cindy Davis, Cindy has an announcement she needs to make, so we'll let her come up. And then after she makes her announcement, we'll begin.
1: Good morning. I hope most of you know or have seen the announcements about the um, youth talent show that we are planning that's coming up for the Supper at Six in May. We are going to try to have a preview night on Monday, March the 10th, just so I can kind of see how many I have who are interested and what kind of talents we'll be showcasing. Um, So... If your child, or if you're here and you're interested, please try to come to that. If you can't, let me know. If you have friends who aren't here this morning, please tell them about it. Um, we're hoping this is going to be a kickoff for a youth choir. So, if you're interested in the youth choir but the talent show is not really your thing, let me know that too, so I can know how many I might have next fall. Um, and if you've got a talent other than music like dance or um, maybe you play the guitar but you don't sing or whatever, we'd still love to have you for our talent show even if you don't want to do the youth choir. So feel free to come on for that. I will have Beth send out an email with more information about date and place and, or not date, but time and place and all of that. But Monday, March 10th is what we're looking at. So y'all come on out and show me what you can do. Thanks. All right, let's all stand. And let's worship together.
2: You're the same
1: we thank you. We thank you this morning for just being our king, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity just to come and to praise your name, and we give you glory in everything that we do. Lord, we thank you for working through us and helping us to show others who you are. Lord, just continue this week to work through us. Help us just to be your light and to show other people the wonderful thing that is called Jesus Christ. In your name I pray. Amen.
2: We stand and lift up our hands For the joy of the Lord is our strength We bow down and worship Him now Is he? And together we sing. Everyone sees. The Lord and together we sing. Everyone see, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with His glory. Holy is the Lord. filled with his glory
1: Or tell them you love them. And children, come to the carpet.
3: morning this morning I want to ask you guys a question how many of you participate in either a team or a group that might have a common goal for example you might have something in your school or outside of school maybe like basketball or baseball dance soccer Morgan what do you participate in basketball Eli Baseball and school. Okay, Ryan. Soccer. Soccer. Lauren. Basketball. Caroline. Dance. Dance. Kevin. Baseball, Baseball. Baseball
2: and basketball.
3: Baseball basketball. Natalie.
2: Gymnastics and ballet.
3: Gymnastics and ballet. Those are all good things, and if you participate in any of these types of. um That's right. It requires you to maybe have some extra time to practice, right? To kind of get good at the skills that these teams, you know, require so that you can accomplish that goal as a team together. And if you've watched any of the Olympics, how many have been watching the Winter Olympics? Yeah, they're kind of neat. Yeah, they're fun. And you see many examples throughout these games that they've had and individuals and teams who have worked hard sacrificing their time and using their talents to either win a medal for their team, for their event, and their country. You and I are on a team. It's God's team. If you turn around and look out at the audience, turn around and look at everybody out there, each of these members of the church, we are all on the God's team. Each member of this church has been blessed with gifts from God. Some are teachers, professors, lawyers, community servants, doctors, or even bankers. But we have one thing in common here at Memorial. It is to continue to learn how to be best at God's team. We practice and maybe even sacrifice our time by coming to church and attending Sunday school or maybe coming to other church events. And I know a whole bunch of you come to the Mission Kids events on Sunday evenings. So today's Bible lesson is from Romans 12, 1, 8. It talks about how we as Christians should use our talents in a wise way to make it pleasing to God. We need to learn to become Christians as diligently. And that means show you care about how you want to do your work and do it right, and along with a cheerful spirit. This last month, I've shared a whole bunch of Bible lessons with you, and any of our team members, you and everyone out there, can use these lessons to be a better team member. The first lesson we talked about, remember, was the light and how you should each and every day when you groom yourself in front of the mirror, make sure you have that light on so that maybe those who don't know that light can see it through you and be attracted to that light. And we learned that from our lesson in Matthew. The next thing we learned about was in Ruth, do you remember the characteristic? We talked about loyalty and how if you learn that trait, it can also help you have a loyal relationship with God and others, especially during those times that are not so easy in our lives and then last week I think was one of my favorite lessons. We learned about God's awesome power. Remember, what did he tell the storm? He said, quiet, be still. So I want us to remember all of these skills so that we can use and practice each and every day, so that as we go through our journey in lives, we can win for God's team. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you for the lessons you teach us throughout the Bible and ask that you help us to be diligent and have a cheerful spirit so that through our journey, we can have winning moments for your team. In your name we pray. Amen.
0: Let us bow our heads in prayer. O oh Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. O oh God, we are the people whom you have called to be your own, and we come before you this day with our songs of praise and thanksgiving, and we seek you, and we seek to have our petitions answered. And we're reminded this day that we know that our hope rests on the foundation of Jesus Christ. And we know that we should build our lives upon this rock. And yet we must confess we often rely on our own understanding instead of following your way. We let the world's wisdom, not your righteousness, guide our eyes and ears and hands. And when we do this, we've ignored your spirit. We pray this day, O God, that you'd forgive us, that you'd send upon us again your Holy Spirit, that we might show forth your great mercy and empower us to be ones who can call others to the freedom found in Christ, to be ones who can call others from darkness into light. We're reminded that as we've been on our way and through this life, you have taken care of us in many ways. And we know that there are many this day who need to be taken care of for relief from pain. Uh, maybe those who might need a loving touch, those who are dying, those who mourn. Lord, we, we pray for all those that are listed on our prayer list. We especially pray this day for healing, for Dave. We pray for speedy recovery after surgery, for Dolores. We pray for healing, and good test results. For Joe and Tippi, we pray for these, O Lord, and those that are in our hearts now. As you hold us in the palm of your hand and you keep us in your care, we know that you will answer what's best for us. Help us to accept your good and perfect will, for we ask it in the name of one who showed us the way to pray, Jesus Christ our Lord, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven Romans, the book of Romans, chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. I urge you, therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you just as each of us has one body with many members and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we who are many form one body and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. And if it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, again for waking us up given us this sunny, bright, little teaser of spring to remind us that you are in charge of all things. And we pray your Holy Spirit to guide us now. Amen. You know, when I started reading that passage, my, what came to my mind, the first thing came to my mind was membership vows, you know, and every one of us took membership vows. Most of us took them, if we grew up and met this, at confirmation. And so we probably have forgotten what those membership vows are. Some of you came as transfers from other denominations, and during that time, the pastor who received you would have, should have consulted with you a little bit and reminded you what the membership vows are. But membership vows are something that requires a great deal of commitment uh, to uphold them, and they're, they're not to uphold memorial per se is but it's to hold uphold what memorial represents which is one of the outposts of christ's uh church in the world and so the part that i think most of us kind of tend to forget and understand is the part about being committed being committed to these things it also reminded me of a slight joke and i'm sorry i i've been giving you all lots of jokes lately but I don't know. It's my wife. We're going to bring it on her. First, last thing she told me on the way out of the door was she says, You got to hear this. This is a blonde joke. So she told me this joke, and it was hilarious. I'll tell you. I'm not going to tell you. I'll tell you that one after the service if you want to hear it. But have you ever heard the one about the chicken and the pig who encountered a, a hungry man beside the road? Moved with compassion, the chicken said to the pig, why don't you and I go in together and give this hungry man a great ham and egg breakfast? The pig pondered the proposition for a moment and then he replied, for you that would mean a contribution, but for me that would mean total commitment. And that is really what Christ wants from us, not a contribution, but total commitment. We declare the membership vows are prayers, presence, gifts, witness, and service. And so I want to chat about that a, a little bit. You know there's an old hymn where it says, it's me, it's me, O Lord, stand in need of prayer. Anybody remember that old hymn? We are here as a result of prayers. Prayer is the first part of that membership vow, and prayer is the most important part, and everything flows from prayer. We cannot fulfill our full spiritual potential if we don't utilize the power of prayer. And great leaders all through the Bible were people of prayer. I, I, I'm not going to name them all, but they all, they all prayed, and you can see in the Bible as you study it through the Old Testament and the New Testament that this prayer... Drove, prayer drove their life, drove their life decisions, drove their journeys. We really cannot do anything without the prayer. And if we want to be powerful people uh, in our home lives, in our work lives, in the world today, we have got to be people of prayer. This is the first requirement uh, of someone who wants to be committed to Christ's church. Uh, and the other thing, I think, is we need to utilize every means of communication for prayer. Uh, I, I think that it's important that we utilize stuff like Facebook pages, uh, like recently a member of uh, uh, connected to our, uh, people connected to our congregation. They had a Facebook page up, um, Pray for Grady, I think it was remember not exactly what it's called but the thing is is it we need to utilize all means of prayer we can we need to send them out by email to everybody on our email list we need to share them with other people in other churches we need to share them with the prayer team we need to share them here you know this is a great opportunity to do that in the contemporary service you know the traditional service they don't do that we don't ask for a prayer and repeat the prayer uh, we must first and foremost be people who pray for each other. Uh, we need to pray for the church. Um, I, I, you, if, if nothing else, it should be a prayer of thanksgiving that you are thankful to God, that you are, have the privilege of being a member of His church. Uh, you know, the church will be uh, preserved to the end of time. Christ has promised us that. But I do believe that the prayers of the people, of the faithful, uh, help us continue and, and cause, I believe, the grace of the Lord to be a little longer in the world. You know, someday that grace of the Lord will be lifted out of the world. But if you, if you don't want to stumble in life, be a, be a person of prayer. Now, prayer, as I said, everything flows from prayer. The next one was presence. And I'm not talking about Christmas presents. I'm talking about your presence. okay? You know, sometimes we are here, but we're not here, right? We're not really present. If you want to experience the Spirit of God, you have to be present to the Spirit of God. You can't be just physically there and mentally somewhere else. One of my favorite church members of all time in a previous church was a little short, uh, retired insurance agent. And he'd reached this, uh, a very old age, but he still came to church, but he couldn't see and he couldn't hear. And he would tell you on the way out, he would say, I couldn't see anything and I couldn't hear a, he'd say, a, he'd say an expletive deleted. I'm not gonna say it cause there's kids in here. And that's what he would say at the door as he shook my hand. He said, but you keep doing what you're doing, (laughs) okay? Somebody asked him one day, why do you bother to come to church? You can't see, you can't hear, and he had to hitch a ride to come to church. Why do you bother to come? This is what he said. I want my neighbors to know whose side I'm on. How about that? You see, a commitment of presence creates an island of certainty in your life amidst the swirling waters of change, it's all around you. We need to know that all of us who claim that we're part of a big family here, we need to know that the people who promise to be with us are gonna be with us and if we don't see them, you know, we kinda think, well maybe they're not taking it too serious that they're gonna be there for me. I'm gonna be there for you and yet you never see me. Families, churches, countries depend on such agreements and accords. You know, we should not be butterflies that float around here and there looking for the latest fad. We are human beings capable of making promises and keeping them. And yes, that's hard. I've never said it wasn't. Uh, but we as God's people need to keep our promises. Christ's church deserves our presence to the Holy Spirit that is present here every day. Sunday, whether you are or I am or not. You know, the other thing is to be present in small groups. If you're not involved in a Bible study or a Sunday school or some group like the choir or the men or the youth or the women, you are not really getting the full extent of what could happen from all those people that you get to know their prayer support, their presence to you in times of trouble. Those things are essential. Our presence is one of the finest gifts we can give to the Lord, and so I asked you. We got Lent coming up, and everybody talks about it. Lent, some giving or giving up something. Well, I want you to give up being absent from worship. I want you to give up any temptation that keeps you from worship. I want you to commit to being here in church all through the Lenten and then Holy season. Presence, prayers, and presence gifts. Martin Luther who was a great Protestant reformer once observed that there's three conversions necessary in every life if they're to become full Christians, fully developed Christians. They, they include the conversion of the heart, the conversion of the mind, and the conversion of the pocketbook. Remind me of another cartoon uh, joke. In P, in, in, y'all ever see the BC cartoon you know ones that got the prehistoric characters? I don't know if they still even print these anywhere. Most people don't get papers anymore, so you don't, you don't see them, but I remember this one. And the guy, one guy was looking at the other guy, and he says, how much should I give to charity? And he says, I don't know, give till it hurts. So then he walked, the next picture shows him tossing a coin into the basket, and his friend says, boy, you must have a low threshold for pain." Now, I'm not knocking small gifts, but there is a difference in the church between a tip and a tithe, okay? And if you're tipping more than you're tithing, think about it, Uh, you know, think about it every week. Some of us need to move further because we're doing a good job even, but we still need a little further. Some of us need to start, start with something that works for you. 1%, 2%, and then make an effort to move forward every year. The church needs your gifts, but you need the discipline of giving. I spent the night, Friday night, with my grandson and daughter and son-in-law over in Rock Hill, and we got off talking about finances. And she just recently got a promotion and a raise, and I said to her, when do you want to retire? She said, oh, I'd like to retire early. I said, okay, so how much are you saving? Um, <laughs> not a whole lot, Daddy. You know, you got to start if you expect to accomplish a goal. you got to start. And it's the same with the church. you got to start if you expect to get to tithing. So will you commit to your prayers, Your presence and your financial gifts to Christ Church. Will you do that? Now the next one was what? You remember? It was talking about your service. In the scripture it talks about the gifts that God has given to you. Such as the gift to say encouragement. The gift of contributing to people, the gift of leading people, the gift of showing mercy. You know, there's a diversity of gifts. God gives everyone that he calls to be a disciple. You have a gift for that building of the church. Now, nobody has asked me to sing in the choir in all my years of ministry. Now I'm not hurt by that because I know more than they do why I should not sing in front of people. But some of you need to sing. Some of you need to be part of the men's group or the women's group. Some of you need to help count the money and usher. And some of you need to greet. And some of you need to spend time with the children. And some of you need to volunteer for Sunday school duty and nursery duty. And there's so many areas of service that are critical to a church. And so I asked you, will you? Will you commit to serve God? with the gifts that God has given to you. Now, those are our membership vows. They're really simple. Uh, prayers, your presence in, to Christ, your financial gifts to His church, your service in His church. And then the last one says witness. Now, what does that mean? That means that after you've done all those things, you are witnessing to your faith. And you're more apt to witness to your faith outside these walls to other people. And when they see you and know how you act, they're going to want to know more about it. They're going to want to know why. Why are are you the way you are? And that's your opening to talk to them about the love of God that's found in Christ Jesus. Now I want you to recite this with me because I think it's important. And this is where we're going to end with it. I am only one. But still I am one. I cannot do everything. But still I can do something. And because I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do the something I can do. Amen. Now my watch says, it's 935, so let's stand and uh, um, affirm our faith with this uh, affirmation, with our voices. We are not alone. We live in God's world. We believe in God who has created and is creating who has come in Jesus the Word made flesh, to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. We are called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope, and life and death and life beyond death, God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated. Let our ushers come forward as they receive our financial gifts.
1: And let's sing together.
2: Where you go, I'll go. Where you stay, I'll stay. When you move, I'll move. I will follow you
0: I just love it when i preach on something and then madison shows up there sharing her gift of music with the world thank you madison thank you all of you may the grace of the lord jesus christ the love of god and the communion and fellowship of the holy spirit may they always be yours
2: Have a great week.